welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the Pay-Per-View War Stories. This week, we are doing WCW Fall Brawl 1999. Who's hyped? Anyone? Look, I'm fucking looking forward to that War Games match. Yeah, that War Games, right? Because Fall Brawl, Hell War yeah. Games. Kind of wish there was. At least it would have been 50 minutes long. Well, we don't get that. We get Hogan and Sting part... Quattro? I don't know. Well, let's find out. But first, let me introduce you to No So Crew. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel, and I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey. No So's Living Legend, Mike Bull. It's showtime, folks. Woo! Oh, it sounds like I need to get up. You guys sound ready to go, and, you know, you're. Well, intensity this, levels and shit. The and intensity levels are high right now, but wait till we talk about the show, and then it's, <laughs> and then it's going to go down. Because I'm like way below you guys. You you you're you're starting where we're probably be ending. No, that's not good to know. <laughs> it's all downhill you're from here. Lift me up, not the other way around. It's, oh, I'll get you up. Sweet. Ah. <laughs> Joe, not yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. That's that's torture to get me up. That's what's going on. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just watched this movie called Hostel, and I thought, hey, I should, you know. I done figured it out. I done, I done did it. I done did it. Fall Brawl, 1999. We're in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, September 12th, 1999. Well, kakalaki. There it is. Corey. Yeah. How did we get here? Uh, Well, I... I reckon that after Road Wild, they took a look at everything and realized we don't have enough top-level talent for our war games. And even if we did have, goddamn, what would the undercard look like? <laughs> so they did an about-face and decided to just do Hogan and Sting, which, to their credit, and I know now you guys will probably roll your eyes, but back in September or late August of 99 when they announced this was the match, it felt big because they only did Hogan and Sting twice. Mm-hmm. During the big feud, so this wasn't done to death. It was like, oh, Hogan and Sting again? And at Fall Brawl? And with a new spin on it. New spin with be- with him being Hulk Hogan, the red and yellow. Not- yeah. So, I mean, it, it felt big. And that's about it. The rest of the card. Look, this is the card that famously, even though they built it up on the last week on TV, they didn't send anything to the pay-per-view company. So the pay-per-view company was like, look, there's a pay-per-view. We don't know what's on it. Trust us, it'll... They didn't even say it'll be good. They just said, just trust us. It's a WCW pay You'll get at take, least two hours of wrestling. Take that how you want. I, uh, I do remember you, you telling us that. Like, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, um, we have a show Sunday, so... I will say this. They did a pretty good job the last week and a half of fleshing out the card. And you would, th- it's, you would think it's not a bad-looking card overall... But I'm not I'm not jazzed about it at all. Yeah, I felt like it's one of these <clears throat> if you just looked at it on paper and weren't watching weekly, you're like, alright. It's strong enough. I know those names, those sound like interesting matchups. But if nah. you watch it weekly, you're like, nah. nah. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, not into it at all. Like <laughs> like Benoit Sid does nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. Uh, Goldberg and DDP does nothing. So I'm like, eh, whatever. But it's it's that WCW way of uh, or you can say WF. When it's stone cold in the main event, 
who cares about the undercard? You're here to see Stone Cold versus whoever. It's definitely a it, thought process of the main event is selling it's, this. Card. It's Hogan versus Sting, part three, part one in this new form. Part four. Part part four. Because I remember um, November '95, they were on Nitro. Mm-hmm. Can you remember the, the? It was like I remember the WWF cried. Vince McMahon had a fit. Try, that was the first week where he was like. They're trying to sabotage our company out of business because they were giving you Hogan versus Sting on free TV when it had never been done. Which, in retrospect, was the that's bad. It's oh, a it bad. Was, it's a bad idea. It was smart the way they did it because it was still like Hogan's going to be what is he the black? Is he the dark side? Is he the? I was doing the whole Dungeon Doom it shit. Was the dun- yeah, and it was the week before he goes red and yellow again, and they didn't. They gave you a good contest, but they didn't give you a finish. They didn't give you a conclusion. And it was like, ooh. So they managed to do the tight walk, tight rope walk, to where at the end of it, you're like, that was cool, but it also hasn't been done before yet. So it's kind of a, they, they snuck through, you know what I mean? They waited two years. Yeah, and they waited two, two years from there to do it again, which helped. Um, patience. wrestling. This wrestling business needs patience nowadays more than anything. That's what the thing. But the fans don't want patience. They want it now. <laughs> they but, want... but when they get it now, they want... They should have, they should have done this a year, uh, yeah. three months. No, wrestling long. fans are the worst. Yep. Oh. We want well-executed, thought-out, strategic storylines that take us on a ride, but we want it within the next three hours. And then when it <laughs> happens in that three hours, uh, it should have been three weeks. Yeah, right. When, then, it actually, when it actually should have been like seven months. And just yeah. perpetually watch Survivor Series 98. Yeah. yeah. Over and over again. <laughs> yeah. you'll, get, you'll get it all right there. So, so that's where we are. All right. The attendance here, guys. One, <laughs> where are we at? We're in, we are in Winston-Salem. the Winston-Salem. We're in the Lawrence Joel Veterans Memorial Coliseum. NC State Wolfpack territory. I don't know. I know they're on Tobacco Road, so it's yeah. the same like highway as like you know Duke and NC. Yeah, and it's the three. It's 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 the Tar Heels. The hello, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the Tar Heels, the the Dukies, Dude, bro. and the Wolfpack, and yeah. the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Well, for the four of them, yeah. NC State Wolfpack. They don't, they're, never, they're never counted for some reason. They're well, in the state. <laughs> it's not a big state. <laughs> No, uh, we are in the Lawrence Joel Veterans Memorial Coliseum, which is that a is that a like a Confederate general? Is that who that is? Um, <laughs> there, or this is simply as the Joel. Oh, North Carolina is awful close to the uh, to the north. You know what I mean? Like it's it's named after Lawrence Joel, an Army medic from Winston Salem, who was awarded the Medal of Honor in 1967 okay, for so his actions in Vietnam. Damn, da- damn. <laughs> All right. Was not expecting that. Nope. That's way too current. I, I'm <laughs> taking a while to get to that guess. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at it because of the attendance. So I'm trying to see what it that really bad, is. huh? Uh, 7,491. Uh, depending. I have because I have the seating how here. How big is this place? Uh, so for basketball, you can sit 14,655. Okay, okay, for multi-purpose ones, it's 14,407. So concert. For a Billy Joel concert, what are we looking here? Upper, uh, it says... Because uh, there's always a stage you got to factor. So what's the concert? Um, I'm trying to find, see if I can find that. Because the capacity is 8,000 upper level and then 6,559 in the Jesus. lower level So seats. that's terrible. That's terrible. So that's 6,000... If you 8,000 around the upper bowl, that's no. That's Ooh. terrible. That's, less, that's more than they have in attendance. That's bad. <laughs> So that's, that's not good. He, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I'll go back, okay? Because look, it this has 
previously... Oh, fantastic. This has previously ran the other Fall Brawls. Oh, yeah, the 95 through 99 with Brawl here. Fall Brawl, with the game, more games itself. Or 96. 96, 97, 96. 98, 
Yeah. One, because I can't believe I chose to work instead of watching Road 20 Live. But number two, I didn't know it was going to be five hours. So when I got home and my roommate handed me the VHS tape, he goes, it's five fucking hours. I, I was like, that. Hey, it's already two o'clock. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> that was a rough one. <laughs> yeah. I was the last one in, in the garden. Yeah. Sad. And, and Eddie. and I mean, why yeah. the fuck didn't I just take the day off? <laughs> Call it sick. <laughs> that was... That was during the time where I never missed work. Yeah. So it just wasn't in my thought process. Damn. What an idiot. <laughs> Jesus. And for, for your penis, you don't have to watch every WrestleMania life. <laughs> to think of all the terrible shows I've taken time off for. And I chose, like, no, I'm going to go bust Raw my ass. Raw in May 2011? I'm going to go, like, <laughs> I'm going to go and unload trucks all night and, and bust my ass. And then, well, no, what a dumb fuck. Damn. <laughs> so let's get into this show, shall we? But let's You've start. already depressed me about this show. <laughs> well, let me depress you a little bit more with the stage. Yeah, how boring could you get? A giant fall brawl logo. And on top of that, let's talk about it because they changed the logo yeah. early and they redid every pay-per-view logo yeah. this year, right? Yep. Could they have been lazier with the fall brawl logo? Could they have put less work into crafting a new Fall Brawl logo than this fucking thing they gave us this year. I mean, yeah, they could have used the old logo with the old, the old WCW logo. <laughs> Would have been way better. <laughs> I mean, this this just screams like, we're not even trying. Fall Brawl, here you go. Yeah, it just says Fall Brawl. In the most bold, generic, generic yeah. <laughs> like With the do- new WCW logo yeah. above it and just like, it's, and it's uh, white and like red. red this, this feels like the, the pay-per-view company's designed it for. I'm like, fuck you. Don't tell us Carter's your fucking logo. Like, yeah, here you go. Here's Fall Brawl. And they're like, cool. Then we don't have to do it. <laughs> the tagline for tonight's show is uh, Sting and Hogan, Brawl for it all. Mm. Should have called it Brawl for all. <laughs> get, a, get a lawsuit from Vince. Oh, really? Huh? Would have popped a buy rating. Yeah. yeah. You mean Bart Gunn's going to be here? <laughs> all right. Butterbean? <laughs> so they start the uh, show off with a promo for... Hogan Sting, friendship. Who can you trust? Descent. Who can you trust? Which is also the same exact thing they did uh, a year and a half earlier at Slambury 98. (laughs) Who can you trust? Only that time there was like 25 people. Uh, Our commentary team tonight will be uh, Tony, Tanae, and Bobby. Same old. Same old, same old. They discuss uh, the storyline of who should uh, Sting trust, Luger or Hogan. Never Luger. Luger is never the answer. Uh, they, bring up, they bring up also that Benoit and Sid will be going one on one tonight, and Sid is uh, seventy nine and zero. I mean, except sure. for those uh, losses consecutive weeks, but sure. Other than that, he's not undefeated. This is the, a company that clearly doesn't care. And they, and then they bring up or they go to the uh, promo since almost every match has a promo before the match. I don't mind that. Yeah, I don't mind. Shows but that they're building up shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but is the insane clown posse rappers? Well, no, I mind it. Or wrestlers. <laughs> Uh, like, <laughs> look, I'm not the biggest ICP fan in terms of their music. Well, you are in so, the face paint right now. So I will say there are better wrestlers than they are rappers. Do you know how mad it's for Kill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they have a lot of haters. Yes. Uh, it's a montage mm. of the highlights of this feud building. As it looks like when it, when it first starters, Conan versus Vampiro. Now it's moved on to it's Eddie and Vampiro. Yeah, they, Vampiro. Just, they can't decide who Eddie Vampiro hates. It was Conan, then Kidman for a week. Yep. yep. Then Eddie. And then they bring up like Eddie and Vampiro fought in Mexico. Or 
Like they, they they made a line like a jab like that. Like I mean, they could have. They were there at the same time. Um, I think they were working for different companies. I'm not sure. But I they, will say, I think the Filthy Animals were formed just out of spite. It was like the Vampiro Haters Club. <laughs> That's what they should have been called. Yeah, and then they're like, you know, just form a group. We all hate that son of a bitch. Yep. But yes, yeah, so... Kim was like, why am I here? <laughs> Fuck. So our first match of the night is a Sturge's rematch as it's a six-man tag of Vampiro and ICP versus Eddie Guerrero, Ray Mysterio Jr., who's back. The same reason Kidman. Bob. The same reason Bob Weir was in the Grateful Dead. They had they needed one good-looking dude so the rest of them can get all the sidekick, all the all the also rans. You know, he would get his pick of the litter, and then everybody else, the guys, would be like, "Well, I mean, he would get the friends." Yeah, like, <laughs> like he'd show. get the hot groupie because he's the hot one. Yeah. But all those other ones are depressed, and they'd be like, mm, I'm, "I'm ugly as fuck, but I'm here." And I'm in the band. And, you know, that's why Kidman's in the Filthy Animals. I also don't know that a selling point for this match would be a Sturgis rematch. I don't know that we need to remind people that Sturgis happened. Let's go back to Sturgis. <laughs> well, we're going to go back to Sturgis. But first, as the uh, Filthy Animals group of Eddie, uh, Eddie Kidman and uh, Ray come down, they're, uh, Ray and Kidman are dressed alike. I was like... This time, Ray uh, grabbed the short straw in the let's dress like Kidman. <laughs> and, and Tony has to make sure he points it out this yeah. time because of Hoovey doing it last Monday. <laughs> I was like, why, what is happening? Why is it every show there's at least one motherfucker who's dressed like Kidman now? Like next week, if it's Sid, I'm going to fucking pop. No, it is. He's pulling so much pussy, they're not waiting for the side effects. No. They're just dressing like, like I'm hoping. I'm hoping Kidman. The curl will be confused. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kidman. Hey, Billy Kidman, right here. <laughs> Hello, I'm... Let's your, let's your hair. Don't worry about that. Hi, Prove I'm, it. Try to powerbomb me. <laughs> Hello, I'm Bill Kidman. Yeah. Hello, I'm William Kidman. Yeah. I'm William Kidman. <laughs> what are you, Lily Garcia? Kidman! Kidman! Uh, Ray, um, Ray dyed his hair blonde, and I With kid you not. Cisco on him. Jesus. And I kid you not. I'm like, that's fucking Dominic. Yeah. Like he looks yeah. like like looks like Dominic when he had the bleach blonde in like oh five. It's like saying it looks like Eddie Sutton. That's weird. So what you're yeah. saying is that storyline was ridiculous. Because <laughs> just one look at that fucking kid, you're like, well, I know whose dad that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tanae has to make sure that people knew that was Ray. He's like, by the way, I don't know if you guys knew, but it's Ray. He is a. Uh... The fuck would it be? He's <laughs> he's in uh, the match. It's Chavo. <laughs> That's uh, Bobby uh, Duncan Jr. Yeah, that's Bob, yeah, Ray. Uh, He's now a filthy animal. <laughs> yeah, Ray has his. Uh, they took out his shins. Uh, a lot of stall, a stalling. You have a brown stall- pride tattoo. <laughs> Mexican across the yeah. <laughs> Oh, Chavo. desperate times call for desperate measures, dude. <laughs> they replaced me with fucking curly Bill. I have to. I'm a Mexican now. Um, a lot of stall, uh, stalling to start the match. Um, uh, Kidman lifts Shaggy too dope in the air, and Ray uh, drops a leg. Uh, Shaggy has his legs around Kidman, around Kidman's hips, and then just eats it. On it's the, spank me, Daddy. <laughs> he just eats it hard until uh, Ray hits a leg drop on him. Uh, Vampiro hits it once again. The spinning heel kick that Vampiro does from the top rope is so sick. And at some point, I don't, I didn't write down the exact time, but the line of the night from Bobby Heenan. Oh yeah. Do you have it written down, Joe? Uh, is it? I think after the match. No, no, it was during the match. Oh no. He said, and I quote, "Violent J is proof that Brian Knobs had children." 
That's that's terrifying. <laughs> so good. That's uh, why he's the goat. One of the things I have from Bobby is um, Bobby asked Tony if he had a, ever had a hair like Vampiro once, and Tony's like, "Yeah, I did." And then he's like, and then it goes back to the match, and they're like, "So you're gonna tell us or what?" And he's like, "Nope, I'm not." Uh, Ray gets thrown into the guardrail on the outside and starts grabbing his left knee. Yep. Um. Shaggy goes for a leg drop off the top rope onto hey. Eddie, but Eddie, uh... Zoinks. Zoinks you, man. <laughs> uh, he goes to the top rope to hit the leg drop, but Eddie points where to hit, like, he like, points, like, hit me at the top of my chest, and Shaggy jumps off and hits him on the top of his head. Checks out. It's like, what the well, hell? Uh, they're not trained. <laughs> you know, um, on the job training, hit me here. Vampiro hit uh, Kidman with a, like a top rope side slam or what? Uh, what are we? Yeah, uh, Kidman hits the shooting star press. It's for a spine the spine buster, Joe. No, there is. Thanks, thanks, Tony. Uh, Kidman hits the shooting star press for the win. Not a good looking shooting star press. Yeah, this match went 14 minutes and uh, 14 seconds. However, after the match, uh, Kidman and Eddie celebrate for like two seconds, and then they run over the Ray as the trainer comes out. They carry Ray to the back, and this is my Bobby line of the night. What is he, too lazy to watch to the back? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Paul Pierce himself. Yeah. Uh, I went two and three quarters. Uh, the crowd was hot for the opener, I'll give him that. Fast-paced action with Guerrero and Mysterio standing out. The animals win, and it looks like Ray injured his knee. That's uh, all I got for it. You missed, you missed the big news of the match, Jeff. Vampiro did the one thing you don't do. Kidman. Yeah, he, he did? did? I missed him. Powerbomb Kidman. Because Bobby Heenan helped him. That is Dean Malenko and Vampiro with Powerbomb Kidman. Who would have thought? Dean Malenko. We'll get to him later. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, what do you think of this match? Uh, I mean, it's uh, to, steal a, to steal a phrase from one database. Uh, it's diminishing returns on ICP. Um, the, the experiment is wearing off. They or, have clearly stopped trying. Or everything else in the promotion. And also that. Uh, I don't need to see him anymore. We're, we're good. Oh, uh, you know what? Good things may be coming your way. Ooh. David Flair dies. Ooh. No, just oh. less posse. If I've known one thing about Mike, he hates lots of posse. <laughs> Let's move on to... Uh, anti-posse. He's a posse minimalist. Oh, from the mean street? No, he doesn't like no. that. Oh. Let's go to WCW.com as we have uh, Saturn uh, says, uh, oh, fucking A. He wants to worry about <laughs> downloading the pictures of the Nitro Girls to promote that website. I'd rather do that than wrestle in the revolution. As then Saturn also guarantees it would be a clean sweep for the revolution. Mm. I kid you not. As soon as he said that back in 1999, yep. I said, they're losing every fucking match. Every fucking match. Because I knew goddamn well Sid was not losing. God damn it, man. I was man. like, are you serious? This is how you want to push this group? I think they've given up on pushing this group. Seems you, you don't. We'll talk about that in a couple matches. Yeah. Mm. But and did Benoit... <laughs> I hesitate to say this. But did Benoit look like he was at a funeral? Yep. Yeah, he did. Saw his, uh, saw his own life. Had, saw his booking shit. Had real Sasha Banks face coming up. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. But that's not our next match. They wait four years to give me a goddamn belt, and I lose it in six weeks. Fuckers. To a Let, guy who's above it, cool. Let's do a, re- 
We're not going to talk about that match yet, but let's move on to our next as we get a recap of Lenny Lane winning the Cruiserweight Championship and Kaz Hayashi on his one-match winning streak to deserve this title match. I mean... As name our, another Cruiserweight who deserves a shot right now. Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz. <laughs> because... I mean, all right. Patty Stonegrinder. They don't do mixed matches. Yet. Let's go to our next match as it's for the Cruiserweight Championship. Kaz Hayashi versus Lenny Lane with Lodi. Uh, the crowd could not care less for this match. Yeah, one note about this match. Go on. Yeah. Just them gay baiting the entire match. That was the entire fucking match. I did enjoy Lenny with the sign that says nothing good ever came out of North Carolina. Um, as he himself is from North Carolina. <laughs> so I enjoyed that. Like, all right, he's, he's, you know, he's ribbon on the square. Uh, including Vince McMahon. Kaz focuses on uh, hit, hitting Lenny in the butt to start the match. So that's... Yeah. Uh, Kaz hits a springboard bulldog over the top rope. Uh, Kaz hits a sunset flip off the top turnbuckle and hits uh, a running Liger bomb. Kaz goes for the senton, but Lodi gets on the ropes and Kaz jumps off and hits Lodi with it, but... Lodi pulls Kaz off the top rope, and Lenny gets a close to roll-up. However, Lenny wins with a uh, front face slam or like a reverse right Russian from... Hey, wait. It's the fucking... It's the, the skull crushing finale. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, where's uh, where, one sad man? I haven't seen him in a... You don't worry about that. Okay. <laughs> you don't worry about hack. It's, it's true. You haven't seen the Sandman in a while. I'll just say that. No. Wait, wait a Hack, minute. Eh, you may have seen the last of Hack. Not too wait sure a that. minute. But I'm, uh, but I'm, not sure I'm not sure he fits into the... It, you know what's sad and funny, too, at the same time, is I honestly forgot about him. I was like, after the hardcore... like He wasn't even at the hardcore match. No. And the... Uh, there he was. Was he? Your basher. Oh, yeah. He's the one that issued the challenge. Oh, yeah. Well, it's OCW, so you'd assume he'd be gone. Also, they taped it at fucking night when it's dark yeah. and you couldn't see anybody, so, you know. Uh, this match went 12 minutes and 9 mm. seconds. Yeah. Two and a half, as I gave it. <clears throat> Which is, you know, my ratings. It means it just stayed plateaued where yep. it started. It did. <laughs> <laughs> Never got out of that first gear. Mm. I said, while these two are talented, it's crazy how this division has lost almost all of its luster. The champ retains, but can this division be saved? It, it's For me, It. my joke is... I feel like I've seen this somewhere. Ah, uh, yes, I have. On Thunder or uh, Nitro. On Thunder last week. Yeah. It was well, a they, Thunder rematch. They seem dead set on not using any cruiserweights in the cruiserweight division. No. You know what it reminds me of? Hmm. Current day cruiserweight division on NXT. Like, you've got guys, but there's like three dudes in the division you use. Chavo? Use him. Like, uh, he's with the Philly Animals now. Right? Kind of. He's adjacent. Uh, he's a... He's a filthy... Underling. As usual, he's that Guerrero looking in. <laughs> he's pretty used to that. He's the he's the caddy of the group. Yep. Kerwin Jane, what's his name? Kerwin White. Kerwin White. Kerwin White makes White. right. That was his catchphrase. That's unfortunate. Well, ha good shit, pal. Ha ha. Ha ha. Let's go to the ring, shall we? As Mean Jeans are there, and he calls out Sting <sighs> during uh, a pay per view. I wrote Sting promo. On pay-per-view. Why? Because, <laughs> yes. Uh, Sting brings up Luger. Sting um, says that he was pretty close to uh, 
they were pretty close, but at the time right now, they're, um, they might not be friends anymore as of what happened at the end of Nitro. There's old what's-his-face. Old what's-his-face is doing what's-his-face things. Luger is. Well, uh, Sting wants Luger to stay out of tonight's match, or he will beat his ass, or beat him up, as you put it. Uh, sounds like Sting trusts Hogan because he's been walking the straight line for the past couple of weeks. So he hasn't been drinking. Okay. Uh, by the way, if Sting wins, he'll be a nine-time champion. Is he on or off the wagon then? I'm confused. Sting? Hogan. 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 No one could tell, buddy. <laughs> Dude. Just making sure there's no Blazak guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> will you stop? <laughs> let's let's go to our next promo as it's the history of the feud of Corey Loves of the first family versus the revolution. What the flying fuck? Oh, the best part of this match is the opening promo. The fact that it made pay-per-view. <sighs> as our next match is a no DQ tag match as it's the first family members of Hugh Morris and Brian Nobbs versus Shane Douglas and Dave Malenko of the Revolution. I have a question for you, Joe. Yes. Saginaw, are you ready for a revolution? <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Three, two. <laughs> Winston Salem, <laughs> are you ready for a revolution? I was like, you fucking idiot. Jesus Christ. So, um, Saginaw! Shit. As long as this team is going to remain a thing, <laughs> I am dubbing Malenko, the Hiroki Goto of WCW, as he is on Suicide Watch, teaming up with, with the Yoshihashi of, new, of WCW, the franchise. Uh, it's like when our truth when like we're uh, like, you know what you're doing. What are you doing? When our truth is like Green Bay, Wisconsin, it's like we're not in Green Bay, you idiot. Uh so did I miss something? This is a hardcore tag match, right? Yes it is. Why are no we DQ. Why are we tagging? What? What's the ref gonna do if you don't tag? Disqualify you? Why the fuck are we tagging? Um, I don't know, but I think uh, we I uh, did witness I hate it so much. That's, a, that's an actually that's a very good point. I, mean. I did I did witness one of Corey's dream matches. This one. Hopefully, this will continue because I want to see your dream match of um Brian Nobbs versus Shane Douglas. Fucking a! Oh my god! I during this match, the only thing I can keep thinking of is got to be Demolinko. Jesus. I don't know. What is wrong here? How? Saginaw, are you ready for a revolution? I mean, to be so pilled up, you don't remember that you were in Saginaw two weeks ago. (laughs) Maybe he he never left Saginaw. It's not like you were there last night. He might have been. Maybe he just stayed in Saginaw. (laughs) Holy son of a... Are you ready? Uh, Did you... Did you guys also see when they were walking down the ramp... Douglas goes for a fist bump, and Malenko's like, nah, we good. And I told you. He's like Hiroki Goto in this bitch. like, fuck you, dude. It's like, why did I get stuck? What's Saturn doing? Why can't he right. team with Shane? Why do I got to do it? Um, highlights of this match is Shane. Uh, there, are there are none. There are none. There are uh, none. Douglas, one. Well, Douglas throws still steps on the Hugh Morris's back. Knobs. Uh, Knobs throws something at Douglas and then it flies in the crowd. I don't know. Um, 
Then the match becomes a normal tag match. I, yeah. It makes no damn sense. <laughs> but fits perfectly in this company right now. However, Humorous hits a his no laughing matter for the win, as I call it, the upset at nine minutes and 26 seconds. So, the highlight of the match, Joe, would you... It was none of that stuff. Yeah. Is at one point Tony says, uh, I can't remember who he was talking about. So he said somebody was toast. And Bobby goes, You're toast. Like joking. And under his breath, Tony goes, Not me. <laughs> I was like, Oh, it's a shot at Eric. Oh, shit. We're throwing shots. <laughs> he said it's super quiet. But yeah. I was like, Yeah, I caught that. Not me. <laughs> Let's see if I can be more passive aggressive on this if I tried. All right. A flat two. Ooh, that's good. Uh, well, this was a thing. Hard to get excited, but I guess it was okay. Surprisingly, or maybe not, the work rate seemed to come from the first family. Yeah. When Brian Nobbs is out working you, you, you might need to find another career. How the mighty have fallen. Jesus Christ. You know, they gave him money to come in here. He didn't pay them. Yep. Boy, they, they're done with the Shane thing. You don't understand. Uh, it, it, you said it was an upset, even more so in September of 99. The fact that Hugh Morris made a pay-per-view was looked at as a slight miracle. For him to fucking win, you could have knocked anybody who was actually watching this shit over with a feather. Like, they won? Do you think when Eric asked, why am I fired, they just held up Shane Douglas' contract? <laughs> the, uh, right here, buddy. <laughs> right here. And to that, he was like... Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go home. Fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna go back to Dakota. <laughs> That's on me. Yeah, That's bad. on me. My bad. Tampa's made a mistake. <laughs> my one question is why the fuck is this a nine minute match and it's hardcore for the first three and then it's a simple tag match? Look who's in the ring. They got gassed. Yep. Okay. The only guy with cardio was Malenko. And he's too busy multitasking on Suicide Watch and, <laughs> yeah. and also trying to win. <laughs> And also trying to get out of the contract. <laughs> God damn, I'm going to be stuck team with this Jesus, motherfucker. Dude. I thought I, I thought I was a contender, but now I'm just a fucking suicide watch. Let's move on. We'll get a promo for our next upcoming match. This is the history of Rick Steiner and Saturn. Hmm. So our next match is for the television championship as it's Saturn versus Rick Steiner. Uh, during the intros, Tony Schiavone brings up, guys, um, Buff Bagwell, there's no... Uh, he hasn't shown up yet. He's late. He has some travel issues. Um, WCW Championship Committee uh, says that they will find another super, another wrestler to step in for him if he is, uh, hasn't shown up yet. And then Heenan call, straight up calls him a chicken. <laughs> yeah. Chicken shit. Uh, this th- entire fucking... I mean, you got to remember, this is the first show period where Bischoff is no yep. longer running things. For, for it to be a pay-per-view... There you go. Yeah. Uh, they now they bring up that Nick Patrick's wearing the uh, large ass armband yep. that looked like a giant sleeve. It was huge. Yeah, it was uh, huge. I noticed uh, the next night on Raw that Jericho was wearing one too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, oh, hey, that's cool. Uh, Ste- Steiner has Saturn in a leg lock, and Saturn's pounding the mat like he's tapping out. But. Um, uh, uh, Tony says he's pounding the match so the crowd can get behind him. But it's like, in my mind, that's a submission. Whoever filmed this is now the producer of Raw. 
Saturn hits. Saturn hits the uh, Death Valley driver, but uh, no, Saturn does. But Steiner kicks out. Saturn goes for the. Uh, he puts the uh, arms up like he's going to do the rings of Saturn, and then he's like he's going to go for the rings of Saturn. But then he goes for the Death Valley driver again. Oh, looks like that's what he means. But uh, Rick picks up uh, Saturn upside down and runs into the tum- turnbuckle. I love that spot. That's brutal. Yep. Um, you can tell. You can tell if Rick Steiner likes you or doesn't like you too with how you hit. If you notice, if he doesn't respect you or if he doesn't like you, you go cock first into yep. that turnbuckle every time. Uh, after he gets uh, thrown in, they fight for a little bit, but then Steiner hits the Steiner Bulldog for the win. Uh, this match went nine minutes and 23 seconds. I don't think Steiner likes Saturn much also because he kicked out of that Death Valley driver with all the effort of kicking out of playing with your two-year-old son. I uh, I don't think Steiner likes anybody in this company except for his brother. <laughs> That's probably a good bet. Um, Over two, by the way, for Revolution. I actually went two and a half. Again, it just stayed in neutral and hard fought and ugly at times. Revolution goes 0 for 2, and I smile inside. (laughs) 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 Next. Let's go backstage with Mean Gene. Oh, let's do that. As here comes the hoaxer. Where does Hogan rate? It's the shake of the evening. Sting gets to go out to the ring to cut a promo, but Hogan's stuck in the back and outside, you know. Outside the fucking men's John with a fucking Fall Brawl logo behind yep. him. Jeez. Hogan is sick and tired of asking him which side he's on. Is he damn sick and tired? He's damn sick and tired. As Hogan said, I just talked to my kids and I promised them that I won't stab Sting in you the know, back. I'm awful tired of him calling his son all the time when he's supposed to be at work. Right? Every day. I just got off the phone with Nasty Nick. I'm going to buy him a Sixer and let him drive my car when I get home, brother. And I'm going to bang my daughter. A lookalike. Yeah. Yeah, and then Hogan... Trump mania, brother. Hogan says, if I was going to stab Sting in the back, he wouldn't be here tonight. I mean, that's, that's actually that's true. A shoot, brother. Yeah, he's shooting now. Hogan says he's going to go train. He's going to say one prayer, and he's going to get ready to <laughs> kick Sting's ass, and he's going to be cool while eating some fruit in the back. Do you think Hogan's a little on edge this time? A little boy. a little nervous because his boy, the one he had wrapped around his finger, was Ixnade. Yep. Uh, so he's not, he's not going to have the easy time controlling everything. Because while, like, yeah, he has creative control, whoever's in charge will be like, cool, I don't care. Either yeah. do this or don't go on television. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Stay like, home it's 1999, you don't rate anymore. Nobody gives a shit. Like, <laughs> Hogan then says that he's going to make sure that Sting is 190% when he pins him. Uh, what? Basically, I'm is just going to let, <laughs> yeah. let him beat my ass the entire time and grow to God strength before yeah. I just pin him. Checks out. It's the one prayer. Uh, <laughs> he reaches for that one prayer. I'm hawking up. There he goes. Like, he used to pray to me a lot. Just one prayer. I thought I get one prayer now. Yeah. Fuck you, Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> say your prayers now. Say your one prayer, dude. You think, he's, you think he's trying to get like some shattered glass at the beginning of his theme yet? <laughs> when it comes. He's a He's American, man. If Hogan starts saying jabroni and yeah. candy ass. Or he's saying ass, and that's like too extreme so far. That's a step, yeah. Uh, Hogan says once... You're an old brother. He'll prove himself once again that he swore to the colors of the red and yellow. Mean Gene, do you think I sold out, brother? 
It doesn't matter what you think, dude. <laughs> uh, Gene then goes, his word is his bond. Most of the time. Most of the time. Jesus. But during, but during this whole time, the mic sounds like there's wind blowing it. Yeah, like, doesn't it? Brother. Like, well, what is happening? Well, she's behind camera. It's a carport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't shown up to the arena yet. <laughs> the disciples back there parking cars for people. Yeah. Uh, commentary brings up that once uh, Buff hasn't shown up, so the cha- championship committee has found a suitful replacement. Uh, did they? So let's first... Oh, yeah, uh, for Buff, yeah. Here comes... So Buff's not here, so let's get Berlin out. And it, since Buff Bagwell's not here tonight, his replacement is Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Get the fuck out of here with that horse shit. Da- Somebody who had pouty face. Sasha Banks face, hello. Duggan doesn't do many jobs. No. Which is ironic because he's a fucking jobber. So, my question to you guys is this Nine Inches. No, that reminded me. I used to listen to a podcast that reviewed like 80s, early 90s WWF. And one of the guys hated Hacksaw Jim Duggan with a passion that is almost un- unbridled. My new best friend. And <laughs> the other co-host didn't really care the way, but he loved to needle him. Yeah, yeah. So he did research oh, God. and found out, because they were doing Duggan's last show, King of the Ring 93, he's gone. We don't have to talk about him anymore. The guy was like doing somersaults. Yeah. And he's like, I just wanted you to know, I did some research from the time he debuted until this time right here. Nobody in the company on TV did less jobs than Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You'd have thought that guy was about to kill everybody in sight. Oh, my God. He went on like a 20-minute diatribe about this piece of shit not doing jobs for anybody. What the fuck you rate? He's like, Hulk Hogan lost on TV more times than Jim Duggan. That's fucking ridiculous, dude. <laughs> it's that old-school Piper mentality. Oh, God. But, yeah, you can tell who's winning this match. Uh, first, um... If you want Berlin to look dominant, I don't think having him be booked 50-50 against Hacksaw Jim Duggan is the right answer. Yeah, it's a Duggan call, brother. I don't think Duggan would have went out there for less than 50-50 if he was losing, dude. Correct. Berlin's uh, new bodyguard exposes the cement during the match. The bodyguard then lariats Duggan basically in front of the ref. The ref's like, I don't know what just happened. Duggan is selling the clothes. The ref's a German sympathizer. The uh, Duggan is selling the uh, lariat more than uh, anything that Berlin did because he's big. Yeah, that's Ber- another part of it. Berlin hit a reverse neckbreaker for the win. This match went seven minutes and fifty-eight seconds. So, Corey, yeah, would you give it? And let's talk about why it was Duggan instead of Buff. One star. That's higher than me. Duggan subbed for Buff Bagwell, who refused to do the job. Not only a clash of styles, but Duggan didn't look too happy a to job himself. Due to all this crap, it was a terrible debut overall for Berlin. And then they tried, and then, you know what? It's bad enough you refuse to do the job. Yep. But then, no, but then you have to have them do the storyline of, oh, I got here a little bit too late. Oh, just put it on now, brother. I'm ready to go. Oh, I wanted to fight. And make it look like you're the sympathetic so, guy. So after oh. the match, uh, they cut to Buff saying, oh, my, my flight got can't like delayed. And like, just put the show up now. Change the format. And the and, agent's like, no, it's miserable, miserable agent Mike uh, Graham, uh, sh- shucks, you're fucking dead. 
said, oh, I already did that, and you still fucking missed it. Maybe I should go shoot my head off like my dad did. And then Buff comes ooh. And then Buff Keep comes shooting, down. brother. Well, he Fuck was. my Graham. <laughs> Fuck my Graham. Buff then sprints to the ring, hugs Duggan, and Duggan shoves him the fuck off. I mean, okay, if you're Duggan, wouldn't yeah. you have done the same fucking thing? Yep. Look, you refused to job. Him in the face, honestly. You refused to job. I'm here, so I went out and did it. Not happy about it, but I did it at least. And now you come out here to try to get your heat back. Fuck you. And did, also, I would say he did not look happy. I love, by the way, that during this entire buffs like doing that shit, Heenan was like, our flight's got her fine. Yeah. <laughs> Where was he? <laughs> right? Sleep in? Bobby, definitely not having any of it. No. <laughs> but uh, during throughout the whole match, fucking Bobby, well, Buff's not here because he's a chicken. Fucking yellow. That's, that's shooting right there. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of the old timers, it was like, look, you may not want a job. And yeah, you'll try to politic. But at the end of the day, it's your fucking job to be here. So just do it. I, uh... What sucks is that, like, the message, the revolution and buff and discord sending is the right message. This is the reason you don't have those spots. This is the reason right here, Mm -hmm. you fucking idiot. (laughs) Yeah. You know who can do that? Hulk Hogan. Because you know what he did when he was younger? Fucking jobbed to everybody. You fucking dumbass. And since then, became the biggest star in the history of the business and puts butts in seats, so... God damn it, dude. He can do it. You can't even shave your own balls, you fucking loser. Right. I, <laughs> I mean, and I'm not giving him a complete free pass, but I can almost see Duggan, too. Look, 20 years. Yeah. Way over. Yep. Fucking over wherever he goes. Say that. Say what you yeah, want oh, about him. Over. But he's over. He matters. The crowd was over with the hoes and What's with USA Buff chant. What's with yeah. Buff Bagwell? You've never mattered. Nope. The only time you were relevant was when you were on the NWO bandwagon. Mm-hmm. And, this, and then you even outgrew that because people got tired of looking at your shit ass. Scott Steiner got tired of dealing with you. Is a shoot. Yep. You think you're too big of a... St- I just don't get it. I guess it's one thing if Hogan, Sting, Flair, Austin, Rock... Piper. Piper. Whoever, yeah. Do this kind of... Buff Bagwell? You refuse to job? Who the fuck are you? The lowest person on the card who I would give a pass to doing this would be Sid. Yeah. Yeah, he's at that level. Because Hall isn't anymore. I mean, he would, but he's not really at that level anymore. But Hall, I guess, maybe would work. Hell, Hall, Hall, Hall. But nobody behind Sid. You know, like Benoit's not doing this. Saturn's not doing this. DDP isn't doing this. He's put motherfuckers over. Yeah, Hall, two years ago, tried to put Jericho over, and he got yelled at for doing that. He did get yelled at, but then also the click. Yeah. The yeah. master politicians. Yeah. Hall was the master of putting someone over, but not really putting them over. Yeah. yeah. But still, at least he was getting pinned on TV. Like, and, it's uh, not... I, are, do people not like us, Corey? Why? Why can we just not hashtag push Alex Wright? What the fuck are we doing? You even took him... I, I, what yeah. the... I like the new look. I think it was... It's growing on me. I didn't like it at first. Yeah. I like it now. I like the look. I don't like the character. Yeah. I like the look. He needed an update. He got one. It looks like a next gen character. He's, it looks He's relevant. Yeah. Which most of this company at this point is woefully out of date. I mean, goddamn Hogan's in the red and yellow again. You know? <laughs> Dude. So, I mean, you know... Ugh, enough of that. This waste. Yeah, Fuck Buff Bagwell. Ugh. Yeah. Let's move on to our next recap promo for the West 
Texas Rednecks versus Harlem Heat, leading to our next match for the WCW Tag Team Championships. Harlem Heat versus the West Texas Rednecks of Barry and Kendall Wyndham. And before you even start, why is Pinzer doing the buffer, like, storytelling intro for this fucking match? He went on for motherfucking ever about this shit. I, like, I, I don't know. This is a middle-of-the-road tag team, man. What are we doing? They <laughs> wrap this shit up. This, ra- <laughs> this ragtag country band got to- <laughs> together because they hated the... Uh, no limit soldiers. <laughs> it took a decade, but they're finally tag champions now that Kendall's grown into his tights and is out of prison. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, you didn't know that? No. All right, so you know their dad is Blackjack Mulligan, legendary yep. wrestler. Yep. Yep. So Barry Windham goes to the WF in the summer of 89. Hmm? The Widowmaker. Kind hmm. of a cool gimmick. Basically just Barry Windham, but with a nickname because Vince McMahon. Hmm. Stalker. Yeah, only this one was a little cooler. He was just still Barry Windham. They just called him the Widowmaker. So he goes undefeated. The plan is to feed him to Hogan in late fall, maybe early 90. Like you do. Yeah, and <laughs> would have been fun matches. And made money. Would, would have Hogan jobbed? <laughs> but he had to leave. Uh, he didn't want bad publicity on the company, plus he had to go help things. His dad and brother mm-hmm. were caught in a oh, that's right. counterfeiting that's scheme. That's right. And uh, both served prison time. Barry wasn't involved in it, but he kind of suffered the back end because, you know. Yeah. He ended up back in WCW as a horseman shaving his Fake head. Sting. Fake sting. But, <laughs> but yeah, and, and Kendall started wrestling like 85. And if you think Marco Stunt is skinny, <laughs> the sight of Kendall Wyndham in 1985 <laughs> caused people to openly just like, because you know how protected it was back then. Yeah. It was like, this motherfucker is supposed to be believable beating anybody. I mean, he was fucking... It was a stick. It was a spaghetti. A string <laughs> of spaghetti in tights. It, it wasn't until like 98, all of a sudden he fucking... He was like an adult, finally. You're looking for a picture, aren't you? I am. Coming to the ring. Trying to put like 1986 Kindle Wyndham. The counterfeit Wyndham Rednecks versus their... Newly formed back team of brothers of Harlem Heat. Do we have a photo here? Yeah. That's that's him. What? <laughs> that's Kendall Wyndham. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, Cheeseburger. He, he did not get his father's size to start. Or his brother's. Uh, Book talent. That's <laughs> true, too. <laughs> Uh, Burker T hits an axe kick on Kendall and Barry runs in and I think he shoulder tackles him. I did, you know, don't worry about it's that. It's to be determined. <laughs> then Henning just enters the ring and punches Booker once and then rolls out. You know, for somebody who's hurt, he can't wrestle. He's fucking wrestling a lot. <laughs> Goddamn Cardigan. Are you even hurt? I think he's trying, to, he's trying to work Lords of London again. Right? I can't hurt. It's just... This fucker, man. I can't but work. I'm hurt. Henning then punches. See, I have more notes about Henning. <laughs> I, have, I have more things about Henning than I do the, the other two. That's because he did most of the work. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Henning punches Booker right in front of the ref. And the ref's like, oh, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Should have been standing there. Yeah. <laughs> he was stretching. Uh, perfect reminder. Perfect. Henning reminded <laughs> me of Bobby Heenan, his manager, in like the early, late 70s. It was he was like involved as involved could be. Like he's in there, he's tripping people. He's, oh my god. Uh, Henning then hits Stevie right the cowbell, and Kendall goes for the pin, but Stevie wasn't the legal man. As this is happening, Burger T and Barry are fighting on the outside. 
Berker then uh, hits the axe kick on the outside to Barry. Then he climbs to the top rope and hits the missile drop kick for the win. Your new WCW Tag Team Champions for the ninth time. Harlem Heat. This match went 13 minutes and 5 seconds. Um, I went two and three quarter. I said solid if unspectacular tag match lacked energy from the crowd mm-hmm. as everybody knew the Heat were winning those traps. Um, not a lot of suspense in this. And it was, I mean, like two and three quarters. That's, I mean, they barely, they barely nudged. And uh, the crowd, I feel like, was super in to the idea of Harlem Heat being together. Not so much in the execution. They yeah. seemed to be kind of like, eh. We really want Booker. We don't really give a fuck about Stevie Ray. Did yeah. he just propel himself <laughs> over the night? Yes, the he did. What fuck was that? <laughs> no, it's uh, time for my bump. I totally agree, Mr. Rubel. <laughs> ah! Oh, fuck! Did he bounce off his... Did his nuts bounce off his head? Yes, we're watching an ECW <laughs> show check. right now. Mikey, Mr. Pay-Per-View himself, Mikey Ripwreck, just the, flew into the crowd. What was that one minute of... See, what the fuck was that? I've never seen that before, where he connected, but yet bounced off yeah. him into this... Yeah, he just... The guy didn't catch him. His, well, he hit him on the top of the Rip, head and bounced Rip, off like a basketball. Mikey's thighs didn't catch the ears. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Nope. Try get, uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, uh, no, I agree with you, Boobo, about the fact that the crowd likes the fact that Harlem Heat's back together for the Booker side, but Stevie Ray's just like, oh, he's just there. But I just love the fact Stevie Ray's now doing that face facial reaction of just, like, staring at the camera. Fruit booties. <laughs> I want to call everybody a fruit booty from now on. <laughs> fruit booty. Hello, you fruit booties, and welcome to the show. Santa calls at work. I'm bringing it back. Yeah. What do you need, Fruit Booty? <laughs> Thanks for calling Nintendo Fruit Booty. How can I help you? <laughs> Let's move on to our next match as we get the history of the Chris Benoit and Sid storyline. And our next match is uh, the U- for the U.S. title. It's Sid versus Chris Benoit. Uh, Charles I, Ro- I, I do, by the way, love at the beginning of this match to get the get behind Benoit. They're doing the USA channel. Like, you know yeah, he's, he's from Canada. He's Canada, Canada yeah. you fucking morons. So you're, chilling, you're cheering for Sid. All right. Cool. All right. I, I like the fact that, so before the match starts, they bring up that Tanae, uh, Tanae brings up that Charles Robinson's the ref for this match. But Tony goes what Corey has said before on the show. If Sid came up to you and told you you're doing the job, you're going to do it, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I probably would. I would. Okay, cool. What you need? You think uh, he's like a, a cat if you just hold a softball and just like for the throat he like gets distracted. Yes. Uh Benoit attacks Sid's leg. He puts uh Sid he sandwiches Sid's legs between the steel steps and the ring post and he drops kicks it multiple Twice, times. At least. Uh, yeah, once. Uh Sid no sells the leg attack. I tried that two and a half years later, but, or a year <laughs> and a half later. Yeah. Uh Sid does the uh Van Hammer move of the Cobra Slam. Uh, Benoit puts. I thought of that too when he hit it. I'm like, yeah. Fucking Van Hammer. Like, He's going to mention it was Van Hammer's move. <laughs> oh, yeah. Without question, <laughs> sir. Uh, Benoit puts uh, Sid. Benoit puts Sid on the crossface and Sid taps. But, but he does. He, he straight up taps. He taps. The ref doesn't care. Uh, Sid stands up. Well, gets that wasn't the, rope. the finish, sir. That wasn't That's the, not finish. the finish I <laughs> wanted. Uh, he gets up and gets to the rope. Benoit goes for the flying headbutt, but Sid moves it away. Then Sid hits the powerbomb for the win. Your new U.S. champ, Sid, who is, I guess, now 80-0. This match went 
11 minutes and 48 seconds. Yeah, it's a bit long. A star and three quarters. Yep. Completely blah, slow, plotting, and paint by numbers. Sid wins the belt. That's all I wrote. Nothing else to add there. Yeah, it's... It's one of those things of... I feel bad for... Congratulations, Sid. I feel bad for Benoit at this time. Not now, but at this time. Because of the fact that, hey, you're trying to develop. You're trying to boost the, you know, your mid-carters who you guys think that could maybe go beyond that. However, then you put them with feuds of somebody who's saying, I'm trying to beat Goldberg's 173-0 streak. So I'm gonna beat everybody I see, and so Benoit, you're you're go- you just got your new title. You're going up against Sid. I just think it's a modern marvel. Somebody was able to take Benoit below three stars. It's impressive. That what do you takes, think about it? That takes talent. What'd you give it? A star and three quarters. Oh Jesus! Significantly below three stars. <laughs> yeah. You gotta try to do that. Benoit goes three stars just tying his shoes. Jesus. Or Daniel. That's a chokehold there, sir. That whole day, I gave a solid two and three quarters. All right. <laughs> the execution was fine, but the kids' work rate was sloppy. <laughs> Wouldn't sell it the first time. The Bowflex really started the match. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. <laughs> it knows how to work. <sighs> let's move on, shall we? Let's, let's go to our next match and read the history as it's Goldberg versus DDP. Oh. Hey, quit picking on that little kid, man. <laughs> That's how it started. As Goldberg gets his full entrance with security guards. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking great match. Does DDP have any stupid, like, Hollywood scum Hogan nicknames for Goldberg? <laughs> <laughs> is happening. Uh, Corey, tell the people what match we're watching. That Jew Goldberg. (laughs) Uh, Uh, We're watching Mikey Whipwreck against uh, Little Guido from Natural Born Killers ECW show. Go find it. And, uh... Jesus. Considering... (laughs) Whipwreck just slipped during a top row... uh, What? That was a... That was a three, Uh, somehow. Considering Uh, how great of a worker Little Guido would go to be, this is amazing. Ripwreck, I think, fucked his knee up. Yeah, he did. He fell. He was supposed to do a DDT off the rope, you know. and he just kind of fell, and Guido fell with him. And, and, uh, um, and you know. Tries to do the top rope Frankensteiner, but just eats it on the oh, way wow, down. They're ripping the shit off of his leg, so yeah, he's obviously in a lot of pain. He's huh. straight up ripping the shit off. Yep. That's cool. Go find the match, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to cut to the next one. Uh, so it's DDP Goldberg. Goldberg gets his full entrance with security guards for some reason. Uh, Mickey J searches DDP and pulls a out, out, out a chain. This was funny. Then uh, DDP shoves, shoves, uh, shoves him, and then coins start to fall out of his hand. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Hey, Joe, I know you love him. Yes. And you hate him, but you'll never forget him. Bang? Bada boom. Because he is the greatest. Bada bang. Two time. Two time. Two time. Just for you. World champion in history. You said it three times, though. But so does he. I know. I think when... That's why he's an idiot. During the Harlem Heat (laughs) promo, they didn't say they're going to be nine times, and they said it like eight times. They said it. I counted. They said it eight times. I counted. I was like, you... 
Can one. nobody fucking count? Nope. Jesus Christ. Nope, not one damn Because they all learned Steiner math from Scott. Damn it. Uh, DDP tells oh, the crowd to shut up. Scott. I, use Steiner, I use Steiner math when I do my betting. How's that going for you? I'm excited about the taxes. I get a lot of money back. I'm down. Uh, questions. <laughs> I am down thousands of dollars, but it's going to be my day soon. One day. It'll 2021, come baby. It takes a while to, to master Steiner. He's man. a blackjack table. Listen here. You got a thousand percent. Give me a king. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's fattest over here. <laughs> yeah. It's fattest over here. He's going to get a, he's going to get an eight at least. <laughs> I figure I got. I got a 256 and 5 eighths chance of winning this round. I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, you've got yeah. 32. So that's a blue Uno 6. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what are you going to bet on? Black, white, uh, black, red, or green? I picked blue. Sir, we don't have blue. Put you, it. You do now, bitch. <laughs> Colors the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking spins the wheel, but then throws blue paint on it, and it lands we not need- on... It lands like on the... One red that is not blue. This thing is rage. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? How to survive Vegas with Scott Steiner. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That'd be great. So back to the match. Nah. Um, GDP low blows Goldberg and pokes the ref at the same time. That's impressive. That's talent. Uh, I mean, Goldberg has a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DDP tries to hit somewhat of a tornado DDT. Uh, Goldberg hits a mini jackhammer by doing like the double arm way. The triad comes out. Goldberg uh, gets hit by Canyon with like a plastic plate that breaks in half. Goldberg then double spears the triad, then spears DDP, and then jackhammers him for the one, two, three, nine minutes and four seconds. Oh, that's, that's what it was. That wasn't a DDT. He, he had a terrible fucking diamond cutter. And Goldberg just did whatever Goldberg did to sell it. Two stars. Yeah. Technically fine, but lacking everything that made their match last year great. Spear, jackhammer, pin. I was going to say, what was better, the one before or this? Most definitely Havoc yeah. 98. Yeah. So everybody saw this one. <laughs> so let's <laughs> go to our main event for tonight. It's Sting versus Hulk Hogan with the buffer intro. However... Bret Hart gets a buffer intro as Bret Hart comes out to wish both men luck, and then he leaves. Thank you, Bret. I'm surprised. I, they're doing they're doing Starcade all over all again. All over again. All fucking over again. I'm just surprised that Buffer didn't do a full on Bret Hart like returning to the ring for the first time since his brother died at a tragic pay per view. Like that, Buffer's the guy that would put all of that in the intro. Since Vince McMahon killed Owen. Yeah, like he would. Why are we doing? Why is it this? Why, when the main event of pay per view is going to be Hogan versus Sting, Bret Hart has to be in some shape or form involved in this match? He doesn't have to. It, what the thought process is, I think, um, is that the. Oh, and Heart Tragedy, unfortunately, gave you a free do-over with Bret Hart. Yep. So that's what they're doing. Yep. They want to make, and they want, and it's another part of the who can you trust thing. He comes out, wishes both luck, wants a title shot. But the fact that he wants a title shot puts him in doubt, too. And the fact he was in the locker room and the lights went out. So you've got, so they're doing all, so, I mean, I get it. Was it needed? Nope. No. 
But then, like, why not just have him on commentary then? Like, why the fuck then just leave? I, God, I can't imagine him on commentary with it, those three. It just blows my mind that he comes out, shakes both men hands, and then like, I'm out. But in my head, I'm like, we're doing Starcade all over again. Seriously, we're doing Survivor Series 2020 all over again. No. You know what it was? It was WrestleMania Five. It was the weirdest thing. Dino Bravo is wrestling Rugged Ronnie Garvin. They're both in the ring. The Fink does the introductions. And then they both have to stand there like a couple of dubs while he introduces Superfly Jimmy Snuka in Trump Plaza. So that's a hell of a way to come all the way down to the ring to do his I love you salute and then leave again while the two of them just stand in the corner like a couple of jackoffs. <laughs> then as soon as that's done, the bell rings and their match can start. And at the time, I was like, that's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. And they did it again here. Yep. Um, a lot Makes sense of, as buffers there. It's a very boxing thing to do. Where yeah. you, we bring all the fighters out and then do the national anthems. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, I just found out in the building tonight, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> he jobbed earlier when he didn't want to, but he's here. Come on down. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Piaz Hayes. Do, do, do. Buffer would do that. Like, you know, let's say Hayes is backstage visiting old friends, right? Unwritten thing. It happens in the wrestling business. Yep, Works for another one, but you're... Come back and see him. It's just, you know... Nobody cares. Buffer without him. 100%. In the, in the dressing room right now, executive for WWF, Michael PSAs, come on out. Yeah. And all of a sudden, his fucking, <laughs> and he fucking cell phone starts bringing... <laughs> he's all, oh, bad street. <laughs> that is a yeah. Do, do, do. His phone rings. He gets fired right there in WWE pay-per-view. Well, I'm already here. Need a job? Yeah. <laughs> I understand Bischoff was sacked. I'll I do it. I said he's a president. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude, dude. I got dude. an idea. I got an idea. Stars and bars everywhere. <laughs> uh, to start with this match, a lot of grappling between the two. Um, they fight out to the outside in classic babyface Hogan choking Sting with the camera cord. <laughs> you know what's funny is all I can think of now when I hear when I see this spot, and I didn't, but I do now because of the pressure show. But he was like, I always get super pissed at everybody because you don't fucking know where that cord goes. Don't fucking use the cord, you yeah. assholes. Yep. Leave it the fucking everybody does that's it. A, everybody. <laughs> what the? That's a, that's a big super high splash coming up. Um, oh, uh, my God. Fly, fat ass, fly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God. The big dude ran away? Fuck you. Ah, what the hell? <laughs> fucking jackass. <laughs> what you, the you, fuck, dude? You, you noob. Um, He's like, I ain't catching this like, fat ass. Fuck that. Hogan, I'm catching myself. <laughs> uh, Hogan hits a big boot on, on uh, and, and the leg drop on Sting, but DDP comes out, knocks out the ref, then Diamond cuts Hogan. DDP then... Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> DDP then drags Sting on top of Hogan for a two count, and this one Buffer starts to say the winner. Then Bret Hart runs down and begins to brawl with DDP. Sid then runs down and gets a big boot. Luger then runs down with a baseball bat. Then Hogan hits Luger with the big boot. Sting grabs the bat and then waits a second and then attacks Hogan with the bat. Say what? Logan, uh, Luger then hits Hart with the belt, uh, with the bat. And then Sting puts Hogan in the Scorpion Deadlock for the win. 15 minutes and 21 seconds. Once again, a Hogan-Sting match ends in chaos. Well, once again, uh, you're going to get Hogan to lose the title. How? Yep. Tons of fucking shenanigans. Yep. Can't lose um, a clean, brother. Yeah, but look at that. So let me ask you an honest question. Yeah. Um, watching the past month play out like it did, 
Did any of you see Sting being the guy you couldn't trust? No. No. Not like See neither did I. This is even me. <clears throat> like this is like nineteen ninety nine Joe was kind of watching WCW. And I did, and I honestly don't remember this storyline. <laughs> so when Sting turns, I went, Well, that's new. Nineteen year old me. Uh was already, you know, I knew I wasn't smart, smart to the business. I wasn't like hooked into the yeah. internet, but I'd been watching long enough that it was hard to get one over on me. Yep. Did not see Sting being the guy. That leads me, and neither one of you saw it this time coming. So that leads me to believe that even though as shit as the company's been, they did this one pretty good because nobody saw Sting being the one who was actually the one you couldn't trust. And, uh,. I'll kind of come up later. I guess let's talk about it now. Uh, so two things with that. Um, it's weird to have Sting, who at the same time is the ultimate underdog and yet a badass, be like a chicken shit heel because people don't want to boo Sting. It's not like a thing. It's kind of like booing the outsiders. Like, we just don't want to do that. It's just not what they're into. Ow. Um... But my initial, like, what the fuck, when I wrote it down, when I was watching it kind of live, was that I hated it. Yeah. I fucking hated it. But I was like, no, it 100% makes sense for Sting to not get fucked over by anybody and to take what he's learned from every single person and fuck them over and get over. It's like, finally. He finally got tired of it and decided, Fine. I'll play that way, too. Yep. Like I said, I did not see that one coming. I did not. I uh, I mean, for sure thought it was Luker. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean. Uh, two and a quarter stars. Yeah, well, there's the other side of it. <laughs> not much to this match until the end when every member of the roster interfered. Okay, I exaggerated. But DDP said Luker and Hart all came out leading to Sting Turning Hill. Didn't see that coming at all in 1999, I wrote. And unlike the Flair Hogan double turn, this was very obvious a heel turn for Sting. <laughs> like, they did a very good job about it. You're not wrong. It was... Because remember, you had to tell Joe and I that it was a fucking double turn. We're yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, excuse me? Uh, yeah. One more time? It was yeah. a what? Like, it was a what? <laughs> so that's the pay-per-view. Yeah. That, that was the pay-per-view. There it is. When we get my final verdict? Yes. Final verdict. Dun, dun dun dun. Typical WCW at the time. They're in crisis mode and throwing everything at the wall. Oddly enough, though, this was a basic paint by numbers show. Skip. Which I think, uh, if you listen to the Midweek War Stories available at NoSellerTamer.com, we told you why. Because uh, their fucking Bishop got fired. So this was a um, let's get through tonight. They're a rudderless ship right now. Let's get through the pay per view. And then we'll figure out Monday when Monday comes. Because Bill yep. Bush isn't exactly an active wrestling exec. So no. He actively being, wanted to get rid of it. Him being the boss. Not great. Not, not great, Bob. Great. Yeah, that's Bob Brawl. No war games. That uh, is a miss. I just... I, uh, I would say, like, 
yes, you have to have a feud to warrant it, but like that's their fault. They don't have a feud to warrant it. So like, it's I'll blame should it have on them. The revolution, the first. They, should, they yeah. should have been the revolution. I mean, yes, it's terrible, but they should you have been can't the revolution. Sell tickets and... to revolution of first family. <laughs> they, did, they, did, they didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they gave six thousand of them away. Maybe they would have. <laughs> Imagine what the attendance would have been if that was the fucking main event. Eight thousand. <laughs> Sing it off. God damn it. Push Brian Knobs. So They did. Violent check. Yeah. So, uh, what a nasty sensation. So we have... So me, not a great show. No, not one bit. Still, no. however, still in contention for best pay-per-view of the month. As uh, so we're going to be doing Unforgiven in... Next week? No, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. It's ten it's days away. Weeks. Ten days away in the last... 26th of uh, yeah. September is that one. Yeah. Ooh, they said a bunch of shit wrong and wrong. So we have a, uh, <laughs> we have a weak uh, space. Right. But let's do the buy rates, shall we? I'm afraid to. Oh, God. Remember what we said about the fucking... So attendance. I'll do SummerSlam <laughs> of this year. Oh, yeah. sure. Make it look worse in comparison. Oh, it will. <laughs> 1.47. That's a big number. Let's go to last year's fall brawl. And I have the card in front of me. Can I point that out real quick, by the way? You said 1.47. Yeah. So to point out to everybody listening that Mike Tyson in 2020 did, did a bigger number than that in boxing for an exhibition fight. So to point that out. That's fucking insane. So last year's did a 0. .70. Okay. So last year's... God damn, looking groovy, Sandman. La- last <laughs> year, so last year's uh, card consists of this. Oh, oh it was terrible. Do you, do oh, you, you want know, me to do it? Database. I got it right here. Uh, I can do it from memory, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, Bulldog and Nyhart defeating the Dancing Fools. Hard to <laughs> pass. Jericho defeating the Impersonator of Goldberg. Yeah. Ernest yes. Miller defeating Norman Smiley. Yeah. Mm. Rick Steiner and Scott Steiner fought to no contest. I will defend it to my to, to death, though, because of the double-sided Band-Aid on Scott Steiner. Yeah. That was hilarious. Uh, Juventud Guerrero defeating Silver King. Saturn defeating Raven. Uh-huh. The only good match on the show, by the Malenko way. Malenko defeating Kurt Henning. Conan defeating Scott Hall. And then the fall War Games match of Team WCW, everyone for themselves, of DDP, Piper, and The Warrior defeating NWO Hollywood, Hogan, Hart, and Stevie Ray. <laughs> And NWO Wolfpack, Kevin Nash, Sting, and Luger, the winner of this match, DDP, getting a title shot, even though during the, that match alone. By the way, tomorrow night on Nitro, Sting has a title match with uh, Goldberg. Arguably, it's a better show this year. This was a better card <laughs> yeah, in 99. That's fucking sad. I was I mean, thinking the that, whole time. I was that like, is a terrible card. Jesus Christ. This is going to do so much worse on my race. This is going to do oh, yeah. so, so much worse. Point, How much did that one get? Point point seven. Seven. Point 0.70. Shocking. Yeah. So, this Ooh. year's buy rate, point three five. Oh my god. Got half. Literally the, half the audience watched that show. Isn't it amazing how much business went down in one year? Oh my god. And this was a better card. By like a lot. By yeah. the way, that was a fucking terrible card. Nope. Wow. It's... Ooh. Sucks to be WCW. Oh God. Yeah. So everybody's speechless for that one, huh? I I love I love telling you guys the buy rates and the and the ratings just to show the difference, and then you guys go, "What?" I love it. 
if you guys treasure me at all, he will give me the Sandman's outfit. <laughs> Working on it, sir. <laughs> Let's go to the award show. No one watched the show anyway. The best match? Filthy Animals versus Vampiro and ICP. Yep. That was it. That's never a good sign when the opening match is your highlight. Nope. And it involves the insane clown posse. Yep. I got to go with that too because I'm looking at all the matches. And maybe you can go Steiner, Saturn. This was better. But yeah, I'm just saying, but if you had to go pick some. God damn, if that's your second place, that's not good. Uh, Worst match. Berlin and Duggan. Berlin and Duggan. Berlin and Duggan. MVP. I got one. Go ahead. Bobby Heenan, baby. Yeah. Heenan Heenan was money tonight. Heenan was like on fire. Oh. Uh, That's... (laughs) (laughs) Sandman And that was his valet Jesus God uh, he, heard, up. he heard Missy Hyatt was used to taking wood uh, Sand, uh, Sandman just uh, whacked Missy Hyatt with the kendo When she whacked was looking From behind in the back of the head Oh God it's so, uh, Corey, uh, Corey, who was your MVP? Uh, I gotta go Bobby. He let's go, was let's on go fire. Bobby. Let's go Bobby. All right. Who is your mo Oh, I got one. Yep. Buff Bagwell. Gas. You little bitch. That's not a bad choice. I'm, I'm going Bagwell as well. Also not a bad choice. Because he politics. It's one thing if he refused a job yeah. and didn't show up, yeah. but he did the old school politic thing where he refused to do the job and then showed everybody he was still there so that he's the star. You middle fucking bitch. All of revolution. Oh, God, yes. Second off! <laughs> that <laughs> was... Oh, shit. Hmm. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> hey, Corey. Yeah. WTF. <laughs> I'm almost disappointed that this was such a paint-by-numbers, run-of-the-mill, nothing-happening show when the guy running the ship was let go two days earlier. That's not enough time to get the other person in and acclimated. That's not enough time to calm down the boys. You can have some old bullshit. I <laughs> thought this could have been a, a situation where the inmates were, could run the asylum and shit was going to hit the fan. And instead, we just got a boring, run-of-the-mill goddamn paper here. We got like a, a nitro. I, uh, I think Corey was right. I think not even just Hogan. I think everybody was like... Scared shitless, everybody get fired. Bishop's gone. The money. Like, now what the fuck are we going to do? Yeah, the money. Uh huh. Mm, it's not a bad point. And people were like, I don't want to rock any boats. So, good timing, Buff Bagwell, you fucking moron. <laughs> if only he could have been fired because they never wanted him. <sighs> Booble? Uh, so, as I said earlier, uh, so when I wrote it down, it was a bad thing, but I'm actually going to spin it a little bit. The Sting heel turn. Intriguing. It's, I uh, mean, famously, he was... Is he going to embrace it? He was on deck in 96. Yeah. If Hogan didn't walk out, it was his to run with. It would not have been as big. We all know that. But he was on deck. Is he going to embrace it? Is he going to embrace it? Does he care enough to embrace it? I don't think so. I don't either. I really don't. I don't think... Why would he? 
I don't think real estate, Steve, is they famously Why, uh, after all this shit. Now, I'll say this. Ric Flair has been done dirty by yeah. this company, right? <laughs> yes. Sting is not far behind, man. For what he means to this company. Remember that, th- that thread I, I yeah. showed your Brother. way? He uh, should have been their taker. He, uh... Why the fuck would he go balls to the wall for them? When have they ever done it for him? He, they shouldn't. He shouldn't because they never did. So it's an intriguing move. I feel it goes, and I can say this having never watched any of this in my life. I probably it goes fucking nowhere, but we shall see. You know, we shall see what we shall see. Jobin, what um, the fuck, bro? My WTF? Uh, it's with Corey with Buff. Yeah, it's just being the fact of just do your job. You have one job. You you do your not, one job is two jobs. Your, your <laughs> one job is two job to trying to help get somebody over. However, your ego comes in play because you think, well, I was part of the NWO for a cup of coffee that I have namesake here, but you don't. You don't have nothing. You have your mom shaving your balls. He did an old Bruiser Brody, which is I'm not going to do the job. And I don't give a fuck if the fans are going to get cheated out of the match they came to see, although nobody paid to see Bob Russell. I want to see the one person that, guys, I want to go to Bob Raw. Brody or Ernie Ladd or whoever it was that would do it would take their bag before the show started. And they would go out and walk around the ring so the fans could see that they were there. Yep. So they didn't know called no show just because the promoter would be like, oh, he, they didn't bother to show up. Yep. So they would go and make sure they were seen. Like, nope, I was here. Get our picture taken. Yep. yep. And then just fucking leave. <laughs> I, he did the 1999 version of that. It, it just blows my mind just because of the fact of what power, what, what creative control does Buff Bagwell have? None. But he pitched such a bitch that... Do you think, uh, do you, do you, do you think that if Bischoff were still there, he would have been done doing the job? No, I think he'd have done this anyway. Or do you, or do you, or no, would Bischoff Ber- be like, Berlin? no, you're going out there? Because if if Bischoff were still there, I think he'd be like, no, no, you're doing the job. We're putting all this into him. You're going out and doing the job. I, I think, don't think Bischoff give a fuck about Buff Bagwell. Yeah, I just, I think, I think you're maybe right because he he wouldn't have tried pacifying him. He might have fired him on the spot, honestly. I was going to say, but he might have done the same thing because he might have just been fine. Don't, we don't need you anyway. Yeah. And then put Duggan out there anyway. So there's that 50 50 yes would, or no. Because Bischoff, at least when he was fully engaged and not mentally checked out, would have been very much, fuck you. We don't yeah. need you. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. That's then. true. So I mean, He did to Vader. So like, he's not going to do it to Buff Bagwell. I got a room full of catering who will take a job for a paycheck. <laughs> right. I don't give a fuck if you're here. If he'll do that to Vader, Buff Bagwell's not more important than Vader. So. He fired Bulldog on his deathbed. He's a <laughs> fuck about Buff Bagwell. <laughs> right. He fired Steve Austin by fax. Yeah. Fuck and a, X-Pac. Fuck a Buff Bagwell. <laughs> right? <laughs> fuck a Buff Bagwell, yes. You know what he took advantage of? The motherfucker took full advantage of the fact that he almost died in the ring. Yeah, oh yeah. To do all this shit. That's he what he is doing. laying that on thick with two Cs. He had that under... Yeah. He always had that punk card, no matter who was in charge. Well, this brings an, an end to this pay-per-view war stories, as in... Uh, I'm so excited for the I, next one. I am so excited for you guys. 
because the next pay-per-view is Halloween Havoc from WCW. And by yeah. that, that is the first pay-per-view yeah. of the Vince Russo era. What was that? Good God is that the MGM? Yes. We're going to Vegas? He, we're going to Vegas. Oh, Jesus. He takes over the Monday before Halloween Havoc. Oh, my God. Awesome. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> what day is Halloween Havoc? 25th or 4th, whatever the fuck it ends up being. Fuck. Like a week before Halloween? Yep. Awesome. Oh, God. So we have that to look forward to for WCW, but we have in two weeks, WWF Unforgiven. Unfortunately. <laughs> you want to know the, the kicker? Do you want to know the real kicker, though? Yeah. We're going to punish you. We're all looking forward to Halloween Havoc now just to see what the fuck, right? There's two in a row in there. We have three WWF pay-per-views before we hit Halloween Havoc. We have Unforgiven, Rebellion, and No Mercy. Motherfuck. And then we get Halloween Havoc. Joe, not like this. (laughs) I will tell you that No Mercy will be a great show because that is a a week. That is a week. Yep. God damn. It. I cannot wait for that week. Ugh. That is a that is a week on the war stories. Cannot wait. We <laughs> Can got... you believe we get three WWF pay per views? We before have four pay per views the next month. Good thing we're doing it during the holiday season, folks. Uh, Good God, O'Malley. Yeah, about that. So we got the Monday Night War Stories. Oh, no, we'll be like to. halfway into January before we hit Halloween Havoc. Awesome. God damn. We have the war stories to look forward to the day after. This podcast here, this show, Fall Brawl, Brawl, going towards Unforgiven. There you go. So you can find all of our podcasts at NoSellEntertainment.com, and you can also listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts.